Hey guys, hey, we back. Ultra Light Podcast interview, episode nine. We got Run There to Done There in the building. Uh, hey, we took, man, Low took a two week hiatus. My boy was out of town, man, doing anything with the family, man. Uh, before we get started, man, what? Tell us, man, what you been up to, man? I know I'm there, man. Just trying to work. Find something for my future, man, for real, for real. Trying to build something, man. That's all I can do. Most definitely. Most definitely. Something I can pass on to my kids, man. That's what I'm doing daily. Yeah, I ain't there. So. Man, well, we're going to take the highlight out of ourselves, man. We're going to go back to these guys here, man. We got two special guys, man. They're twins here in Montgomery, Alabama. UAB Montgomery Legends. Montgomery Legends. How you guys feel today, man? First interview. I know it took us some time, man. Don't. Don't drill us on what's going on, but hey, I know you stay out of town right now, so. Charge it to our head, man, not our heart, dog. <laughs> I don't have all the excuses, man. Charge it to our head. Nah, nah, thanks for having us, man. Great Most being, man. You guys doing something positive, so, you know, you guys looking out for the future. We we hope to inspire the future, and all, like you guys doing, so keep doing what you guys doing, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I just thanks for having us on the show, man. I, I only had one Christmas. I'm going to let people know, man. I asked for the joint theme reason, man. The Bulls theme reason. I ain't got a dick, man. Y'all hey, man, you ain't the 96 Bulls. <laughs> this is not the 96 Bulls. Hey, man, I ain't. That was this a, is that Alter was Life Podcast, man. This ain't, this ain't uh, uh, what, what you yeah. want, what thing was. Hey, what you said, yeah. Alter Life, right? Last day. You said, yeah, this ain't, man, this ain't your last dance, <laughs> man. You said Alter Life, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. that theme reason altered my life, <laughs> Hey, but since we on that, but since we on that subject, alter life, exactly. we're gonna start off. That's gonna be the first question that we ask, and both of y'all, we don't need y'all saying the same thing. But exactly. uh, the first question gonna be, hey, tell us about a, a thing or something in your life that altered you guys' life. Uh, I'll let you go first, run there. Okay, well, uh, you know, altered our life. Started hooping when we was young, so. Mm-hmm. Just watching the older kids play, man. We were tall, but you know, the older kids wanted us to play with them. We were goofy. Yeah. We were tall, but we were goofy. Older kids, we looked a lot older than what we were, so you know, we wanted to get better, so that motivated us to get better. Instead of going out there playing with the big kids, getting pushed around, bullied, and all that. Go home, go home at night, wake up early in the morning, push yourself, push each other like we did, and just kept getting better and better. But, saying over time. True, we were talking to other guys, but we outworked everybody we played again. That was our motto. If you're not working, they can't beat you. So that's how that's how we lived our life growing up and still to the day we live that that same way. But if you yeah. add that work, that work with y'all ability though, that what gets you to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was in instilled in y'all when y'all were young, so yeah. that helped. Exactly. That helped, helped a lot, man. Uh, like you said, that also in our life, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of, lot of things, man. A lot of little things, I would say. Um, just from basketball, playing sports in general, like a lot of people don't know, we grew up playing baseball. Baseball was our first sport. Mm-hmm. It really was our first love. You know, so no, knew that. Folk, mm-hmm. folks would look at us crazy when we tell them that, but it's just the truth. 
like I said, we grew up playing baseball at the age of four. Like I said, we picked up, we picked up our first, we played basketball, but playing constantly, it was eight years old. So I would say baseball is really what started it, the, the, the drive. Mm-hmm. In us, uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying, I'm, and our mom and our dad pushing. Out, okay, we're gonna do it. Go ahead and do it. Put y'all into it. And with baseball, um, you know, you got to focus hand eye coordination, hand eye coordination. Definitely. So that translated to the basketball court. Also, like you said, we were tall and goofy, so we had to get our footwork right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, what I'm saying that 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 was a little piece that started the first part of altering our life into becoming. The player that we wanted to be, the young men that yeah. we wanted to be. Besides basketball, besides sports, what any other things that alter you guys' life? Like life altering like, things. Yeah. yeah. Man, you, like your family, kids, 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 kids. everybody. <laughs> I mean, once you have a kid, man, you change your whole, you change your whole perspective on life. It's not about you anymore. It's about mm-hmm. about them. So you pushing yourself to make sure. They good in the long run. You gotta. It's 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 kind of a certain balance. You gotta be able to take care of yourself first before you can take care of anybody else. True. So you want to set yourself up first. So in the long run, you know when it's all said and done, you got something to pass on to your kids mm-hmm. and your grandkids and so yeah. forth. So on. trying to build, you know, trying to build a legacy, you know, things like that to give back to your kids and cousins, family members, you know, generational yeah, world. Exactly. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. I mean, uh, did y'all get? Did y'all guys have any pregame rituals that you guys had before games in high school, college, and in pros? In 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 high school, you know, high school you were 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah, I ain't gonna say no ritual because back then you just go out there and run yeah. and jump and you know, <laughs> not even stretch. You know, what I'm saying I, I would say like one ritual that we did do in Carlos Carlos knows uh. They had the little, what it was, the little popcorn strip, chicken strip right across the street from yeah, Carl. popcorn shrimp. Yeah. And the seafood. Yeah, and okay. the seafood. So we would go there before every game. And folks would be like, we're all going to get food right before the game, man. You know, like, <laughs> this is what we do, man. You know, I ain't trying to sound cocky, but I mean, yeah. pretty much the whole team. Pretty much the whole team. Yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I, I guess you could say that's a ritual. I, I mean, think all Montgomery athletes ate bad before the game. But you like, had to do real. something. <laughs> because nine times out of ten, man, you probably you haven't ate lunch since twelve o'clock. Yeah, since 12 o'clock. Yeah. And you and we were playing varsity, our game started at seven thirty. You haven't yeah. ate in almost eight hours. Yeah. yeah. So man, you got to you got to eat something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was either it was either McDonald's. Didn't want that. Now, didn't want that because, boy, you were going to yeah. be hurt. Yeah. Some part of that game, you were going to be hurt from that McDonald's. But the LSC food, the popcorn shrimp and the french fries, man, you was good. But I know for me, it used to be rubber bands for me. It used to be rubber bands for me. So did. I used to have the rubber bands on all the time. I used to have three on each wrist. You know what I mean? And if we lost, I threw them away. I found me some more. Now, if we were winning... I kept those on as long as we won. And and that went all the way on to I was in college. I did it all the way through college. And you know what? I'm gonna take I'm I'm on I'm gonna take it back. We did have a, a slight ritual, but we did to us it wasn't a ritual. It was a respect thing for both of us. And and okay. a, a lot of people know this, but I would wear two socks. He wore one. And he would wear one. One long one you know short. What I'm saying? But one at that time we couldn't wear one and two. 
one is my favorite number, two is his favorite number. So, you know, hey, he knew I liked number one. I knew he loved number two. I'm going to wear two socks for you. I respect for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That's dope. And, you yeah. wear one, and he wore one sock for me. I respect for me. And that was, our letting, and that was letting us and our parents know, look at our bond is unbreakable. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we were talking to that young, hey, look, y'all brothers who, if he get into a fight, you get in the fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he if he do any damn thing wrong, you can your your tail whooped out so yeah. you shouldn't yeah. ever try to persuade him not to do the wrong thing. That's And and vice versa, even shoot look here. If he's pushing me, I know I got always got somebody that got my back no matter what. Most doubt. And that's unique, man, to have twins with almost identical abilities. Exactly. And you know, man, that's that's double trouble yeah, on the court. That's yeah, double trouble. Yeah, but I know y'all said in something about uh, the one and two, the numbers, because that's what y'all really are known for, especially in the city of Montgomery and UAB. So what what is what does number one mean for you? Because I know you you always say, hey man, I got to have number one. Hey man, you know, for me, man, and and. This is our womb story. I'm gonna let him tell you how, how we came out the womb. This is how he said we came out the womb. <laughs> Hold it. People wanna hear this. The people wanna hear this. The people wanna hear this. The people know. We came out, look, man, real talk. Nobody knew I was in there. My parents, nine months, they was having one kid. They knew they was having one kid. He was in there. We were so in sync to the fact that we were laying on top of each other like this right here. Oh, wow. Same wow. heartbeat, same everything. He moved one way, I moved one way. He moved another way, I moved another way at, at the same time. So it got to the point where we're getting crowded inside. <laughs> I kicked him out. <laughs> I well, it's him a long out. time, right? <laughs> it's a long time. I can stretch. You know what I'm saying? I want people to know I was in there. So that's how he came out first. And, you know, 22 minutes later, I came out. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a great friendship, man. Great great friendship before a brotherhood because like I say, man, it's my first friend I ever had. Most doubt. So uh, you know, I always had somebody to play with. I, always I had never somebody, knew that. Somebody that's knew that. Crazy. Man, that's that's crazy though. Know like you all like doing ultrasounds, you yeah. gonna see you gonna two see heads, heads, yeah, two heartbeats. Yeah. Because I have twins. So you gonna see that and for y'all for you to be on top of him and y'all got the same heartbeat in sync man and y'all in sync man that's a special unique bone so so that's where and and that's pretty much where the the number one and number two come from you know what i'm saying and and not saying that just because he's number two he wears number two he's the second best he's the first best also but i came out first and i feel like hey i'm the best and whatever i do or if i'm doing it trying to do it i want to be the best at most of so i'm one of the number one and I, you know, and y'all know, man, people try to get number one. No, I'm number one. If I can't have number one, I want a number that looks like number one. I'm going to You're going to pitch your fit. Say it. <laughs> say it. Go ahead and say I'm it. Not pitch Let the people. Like, yes, you are. I, I want mean. number one. That's just, that's just me. I like, I like the way number one looks. If I can't wear number one, I want number seven or I want number 11. Hey, we still that's stuck on, me. we still stuck on question number one. With so that. I'm going I'm to linger it on a little bit. So in the one-on-one matchups, who win? Most, who won most of the uh, matchups? Never finished the one-on-one matchup. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Never ever. Never finished. It always turned into a fist fight or one storm and all. But mostly it was fist fight because I knew all his moves. He knew all my moves. 
I'm not gonna let you just go. You're not gonna go this way. I know what you want to do. You ain't finna bugger me. So we shut down. Stop. We stop. We stop. If, we stop. if it wasn't a shooting game or just you know what I'm saying, we'll play horse. Say if we play horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either we shoot or you gotta do some outlandish, outrageous yeah. layup or something. Something just crazy. But as far as one on one, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't going down that way. Our mom would be out on the front porch watching us play, just playing as kids. Because we had basketball going, we'll put the basketball in, in, in the middle of the street mm-hmm. and let the cars go by on the side of us. And, and as we were playing, she'll say, Y'all not gonna play one on one. We're gonna be all right, mom. We're we gonna do it. Never finish. We gonna take eat now. We only going. We only going to five. Right. We won't make it to two points. Fighting scrap. Right. In the middle of the street, man. Right. Hey man, that's sibling robbery. Right. That's all it is, man. Sibling robbery. That's all it is, bro. You can't, hey, hey, you can't call it nothing other than what it is. Yeah, it's sibling rivalry, man. Who, 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 who wanted the bet? That's all. Who wanted the bet? That's all it is, bro. one more. Y'all say one ritual. I yeah. know you might remember this from Battlegraph to Vanilla, uh, even all up to to college. One thing we always did before tip off, and I know you remember this. We always go in the crowd to give our more kiss on the yeah. cheek. No matter what, it can be a home game, road game, no yeah. matter where we go. We, we, we find out where our mom was Especially at. him. We run over to the right before the tailball, give a kiss. Go he going to drag it out, though. Hey, man, he used know. to drag it out. Because he'd be, the, you wanna know why he'd be the last one to do everything. You want to know why I like to drag it out, though? Any other time in my life, I don't like to be seen. I like to sit in the cut. Lights on, I like to be seen then. It's go time. You yeah. see, yeah. You that's, got, you that's, got but that's the yeah. thing about you, though. Yeah. Like, one thing about you was, right there, I can say, both of y'all, though, once that ball tipped up in there, you never had to worry about y'all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can say that. I mean, I don't care from watching y'all at Bellingrove to Lanier to Okaloosa Walton to UAB to uh, the Wizards to overseas Euro basketball. I always knew, man, if y'all was in between them lines, I never had to worry about y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some people you got to worry about, okay, if they're going to bring the A game today. Bones there. Never had to worry about that with y'all. Like, you know what I mean? So, and that's one thing I can say, man, that I respected about y'all. But I think, I think it's sort of like with having two of them almost the same identical ability. It's kind of like if one is having coming into the game unprepared, the other one can always motivate them. They always yeah, get yeah, to that point. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the unique way of having yeah, twins with almost the same it, ability. It is, but like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't like I said. That wasn't even our mindset though. Coming in, like our mindset was, we going to this game and ain't no bad game because, like you said earlier, we work so hard and pushing at pushing each other. Yeah. Ain't nothing the other team can do that we ain't seen or talked about or been through automatically. So prime example. We playing a game, and Lord tell you this, man. After the game, folks may try to run to the stats so you see what their stats are. In our head, we know what our stats are because guess what? I ain't playing against the other team. I'm playing against him. So y'all competing against each other. I'm competing against him. Who got the more points? Who got the more rebounds? Who got the more steals? But see, when you playing in high school, you keep up with all that. Yeah. I mean, people might say, man, that's shallow or you selfish. No, see, because my thought process was if I can get two buckets a quarter, 
I was all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's 16 points. Yeah. So I knew then, like, if I can get two buckets a quarter, that's 16 points. I get 10 points, I'm in the paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what, that was the thought process. You know what I'm saying? People might say, man, you selfish, you wrong. No. We want to win, but shoot, at the end of the day, man, you want to get that newspaper, and guess what? If it's a big game, the news folk there. Yeah. You want to be on TV, WSFA. 10 o'clock, you'd help. Lock the load in front of that TV. Exactly, man. So you, you wanted it. But, like I said, we, but we knew we knew what we were going to bring. And, and we worked so hard that our teammates seen it, and it pushed them to want to work hard, too. Like I said, true enough, we were a-holes sometimes. But guess what? Most of the time, we laughing and joking with everybody, even with the coach. Coach, prime example, Coach Matthews. Don't remember this story, story, man. Look here, man. Don't tell the story, man. We had the whole team just having a bad practice, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just, it was just I think we had played down in Selma. It was a long game. Came back, man. They were clowning on that yeah, bus. They were clowning on that bus, man. Yeah. That was in that bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in that bus back in that bus clowning, man. So that next day, man, we we get to practice. It was just bad practice, just ragged. Coach Matthew made us run. So we run, we run, we run, we run. All right, y'all take a break. Everybody go get some water. This fool here still running around there, running around the court. I can do this all day, Coach Matthews. This ain't nothing. Well, goddamn, keep running there, boy. So he keep running. All right, now that's enough. This fool steady running. He's steady running. But like I said, folks look at it as showing the coach up, which it probably was, but it also let the coach know, look at man, whatever you tell me to do, I can do it, and I can do more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, that, it, it, I think that was. Look at stuff. But that's Wasn't a, that the same practice that he was doing them layup? Yeah. I mean, that he made you do. Yeah. I don't he he, he made him man. Listen, we doing explosion off the block. Mm-hmm. Marco catch the ball. Do he catch the ball? Do he tell him to do it? He catch the ball. <laughs> put the ball back behind his head like he fit a dunk. Hey, finger roll. <laughs> Pat the glass. <laughs> he packed the ball. He packed the glass like he called Malone. So Matthew tell him, that ain't no explosion. Boy, do it again. He go from he going from block to block now. Yeah. He's steady doing the same thing, man. He going up with it with with, 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 with a hand behind his head, laying the ball up, packing the glass. And he just finally got mad. Matthew, I'm off in the body you. And he caught that thought. On the head. Oh Matthew. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was sneaking. And he took off him. Boom! And when he dunked on Matthew, you know, we was, man, man, it's not on the coach. Yeah, yeah. But Matthew was telling him, boy, that's what I want you to do, boy. I've been trying to get you to do it the whole time. But he did that drill, yeah. man, at least five to seven minutes, man, yeah, going from block to block. block. No rest. He doing the same drill. But that lets you know, when he wanted to do something, yeah. it, it, it was a wrap, man, like. I got a story about the league game. Mm-hmm. We were losing the league like we were down by six, about seven, six, seven points. Like a minute left. We're like a minute left, and like Lee was at the free throw line or something. And the little boy came over and told us to suck it. Mm-hmm. He did the triple X thing. Yeah, yeah. He did the triple X thing. Fans walking out the gym. And fans walking out the gym. Come over there and huddle and look at me. man. Bring me the ball. Bring that thing to me. Switch, switch. 
Like what you call said, but the rim. Swish, swish, and we out. Yeah. Came back and won. That lets you know, like, that one I knew y'all were different. Yeah. Like, that was 10th grade. That was y'all 10th grade. Like 10th grade, yeah. That one I knew y'all yeah. was different. And, that, and, and we, what, we freshmen in high school, man, playing Boston, starting. Like, we took a couple guys' spot, man, and we know that probably rubbed people the wrong way, but goes back to what I said earlier, man. Our mindset was, hey, man, look, we're going out here, we're going out here to play, we're going out here to take the whole spot. It's our team. Yeah. Man, you know folks know that. That's how we felt. Folks knew that, though. You know what I'm saying? Folks probably did, but... If it, you ain't know that, man, it, you were it, crazy. But it wasn't there for the giving, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it wasn't there for the giving then because... Because yeah. at that time, though, D, people knew y'all because y'all came from middle, from middle school, man. Y'all were two of the best people in the city. Y'all two, Jamal and Rico. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? People knew y'all could play. But, you know, when y'all came to spring training, people were like, man, they ain't different today. Yeah. I ain't finna get nothing yeah. back for you. Yeah. I don't care nothing about how much you love these dudes. Yeah. We don't care nothing about none of that. Yeah. They finna well, get it just like we got it when we came here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the toughness that you had to have then, though. Yeah. It wasn't given to y'all, though, man. Like, you know what I mean? But y'all earned it, though. These, like, I was a, I, at that point, I thought I was a basketball player. But I was coming off my 11th grade year football season, and I had a great year. So at that point, I was like, I know I ain't finna go to no school playing no yeah. basketball. Shit. These boys ain't hooping. Yeah. I mean, I ain't tripping. Now, I can play, but I ain't these boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I knew then, I'm like, these boys different. Nick six three six four five eight. And if ain't, ain't nowhere here, different pop. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of coach, man, what advice uh, would you guys say uh, a coach that that really gave y'all some good advice? Uh, it can be a coach, it can be you so know a family member of somebody, some I, sort that y'all remember. Mentor. I got, I got this. I got one coach in, uh, when I was in Belgium. It wasn't so much advice. It was more so. So that's when you were playing professional. Yeah, I was playing professional. More so, I take that. I go back further than that. Jackie Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go back further and I'm going to go Jack, Jackie Johnson. Oh, yeah. Bell and Grouse. Bubba Scott, man. Jackie Johnson, Bubba Scott, man. Coach J. Them was our coaches. They yeah. model was, I don't damn who he is. You ain't bigger than the team. Yeah. Point blank, period. So they got that. Like I said, it wasn't advice. It was a, it was a fact. You're not bigger than the team. Rest in peace, Jackie. I man. don't need you. Yeah, man. Cuss you out in front of your mama, grandma, yes. your pastor. Yeah. It didn't matter. He gonna he cuss you out. Yeah. yeah. He gonna he cuss you out. He didn't care. But he loved he loved every everyone that felt like they was in. Yeah. Yeah. To, to the T. So like I said, it wasn't it wasn't more so, as much as advice as it was knowledge. Yeah. He gave you a. A strong knowledge right then in front of everybody. I don't need you on this team. We don't need you. Yeah. We don't win without you, regardless. And 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 that 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 knowledge right there leads to not just sport. That's life. Life. Yeah. Life. Yeah. life you know, if you on nine to five, man, these folks don't need you. It's it's day job. You working for them. Yeah. So hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's why you when you get older, you trying to build for yourself. Family. Yeah, but in your in our this is what you said, which is very important. A lot of kids don't understand that. They think it because the coaches is here for that sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but the coach is always looking life out the basketball exactly. most of the time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of kids don't get that aspect of the coaching part because you're really a life coach, man. Really Come and think are. about yeah, it. Yeah, if you think about it, you with the coach and the players on your team or you're with your own family, you think about it. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's just being honest. Mm-hmm. But as well, matter you pack, pack us in the Bronco, oh, and yeah. us to the out. school. We got Carlos going to the north side. We going to the south side. <laughs> we got some Tumbo going to the east side. Yeah. We in the Bronco. He's dropping everybody off. He just making a circle until he, he gets out. He just making a circle until he yeah. get home. But, you know, he, he did it. We love him for it. That's our coach of this day, man. What, like I said, one nothing. Real talk, none of our coach won't do for us. Because like I said, we with them. We really their kids. Let me ask y'all this. What's something people seem to misunderstand about y'all? Man, shit, that we arrogant. You know, um, um, stuck up. You know, um, I think I think it was because we were just so focused on our craft and we didn't talk that much. We was always kind of stand out for yeah. trying to read read people. But like we tell people all the time, man, if you get to know us, man, we cool people, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I also think people always want to talk to us about basketball, about sports. It's more to us than just basketball and sport. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Now, I was also taught that you can't talk religion and politics with everybody. True. You know? Yeah. True. You got you to gotta pick your poison with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A religion or whatever. Who taught you that? So who taught you? Oh, mama. Mama, your mama taught all that. At the early age. Your mama like my mama. At the early age. I think I just, man, we were about, about six still. years old. That's two things I don't debate with people. Yeah, that's two things I don't I don't debate. My mama always said two things you don't debate with somebody: their religion and politics. That's it. You know what I mean? I can I can have a conversation like like I said I can listen to your point of view and have a have a heart to heart conversation, but just like I listen listen and talk to you about yours, listen talk to you about mine. If we don't agree, we'll agree to disagree. Going out separate ways ain't no hard feelings. Yeah, it's respect. Yeah, of course. I re- I respect your religion or who you vote for. Do the same for me. Exactly. Most definitely. What is the best compliment that you guys ever received? Oh man, I'm handsome, man. My mom been telling all the time, man. Handsome, man. Let me smile. <laughs> <laughs> that why nah, them people man. said you. Were, that why them people said you were ass. Yeah. That's why them people said. Oh man, man, but no. Nah, on, on the real man, the biggest was it compliment? Yeah, oh, biggest compliment. Biggest compliment. Man, uh, one like the once once people really get to know that we're genuine, kind. You know what I'm saying? Funny. It's just and and hard working. You know what I mean? Yeah. The list goes on and on, man. Like, you got to really get to know people. For an open up to Yeah, to, to see what they're really about. And you okay. know what, down there, speaking of that, man, I get, I used to, well, I still do get the same thing, that I'm married. And because of, like you said, I'm, I ain't going to say I'm standoffish, but I like to try to read people. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not finna just open up to you. Yeah. And then allow you to hurt me. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it was and like, with you playing basketball, with y'all playing basketball, people gonna automatically assume if you're good at something, you're average. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because you may not be that type of person that can walk up to somebody to start a conversation. They will have to come up to you starting, and I was the same way. You know what I'm saying? So I I totally understand what you said. You know what I'm saying? But because I I know you too, and I know you're not that type of person. Also, with, with that being said, man. 
it comes a time where you got to venture off from being standoffers and then go open up to that. And I said, open up, but like you said, go start a conversation. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to understand that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At prime example, we planned uh, in high school. Georgia Tech head coach was uh, coming to watch Uzman Cisse play. Like, yeah. At St. Jude, he won the top player in, in the nation. Our dad was like, man, go, go introduce yourself to the coach. You know what I'm saying? That's your man, George Tim. Nah, man, go introduce him, introduce myself to him too. He know who I am. He come introduce himself to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't regret that, but of at course. the end of the day, I probably should have went on ahead and did. Because later on down the line, we had a visit to go, had a chance to go to Georgia Tech. And he was like, shoot, man, I heard y'all talking to your dad. Like, shoot, he should come talk to us. But he like, shit, I respect that. I understood where y'all was coming from. Most because definitely. all this coaches in here watch this player, and we act like y'all not, not exactly. even non-existent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, it, and I, I totally understand that. That's an ego thing. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. at that time, man, y'all were who y'all were yeah. in the city. And, and he was too, but at the end And Uzman was who he was, but y'all was busting his ass. And yeah. y'all thinking, okay, if I bust your ass, shit. How you not know who I am? Exactly. But that's an athlete that's mentality, yeah. though. Said, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Said, he probably he got more publicity than I would. Nah, I take back. He didn't get more publicity. Than he was more sought after because he was six nine. Yeah. Two fifth, solid as a damn rock. We six two six three, a buck eighty five. What? Playing the guard position. But I like I said, come back to our mindset. Our mindset was. We six, we six nine two fifty two. Yeah, so we ain't shy away from this. And, 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 and also too at that time, and that AAU's over, so that got him on the pub. That got him on the market at that time. And Tyson Chandler was the number one player in the country in high school. At that time, he was the number one player. Gotcha. At that time, it was more like a big, big man thing. Big man as well. So yeah, yeah. And then all back, back to you guys, because all us athletes. Back to what you guys were saying about the arrogance part to us. And I'm going to let the people know also because people don't understand, especially if you're not a top-tier athlete, it's not the arrogance. It's the arrogance on the outside, but to the top athlete, it's more focused and confident. So, you know what I'm saying? So the misconstrued of that automatically makes, you know, the top athlete misunderstood. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. It's a misconception, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Because you, like, man, when you... I'm not going to concede to somebody to say they're just better than me. Yeah. Like, when they came along, I wasn't going to concede to them. They knew that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not finna. Who? Man, please. You're going to have to show me. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to have to beat me today. If you beat me today at 3 o'clock, we're going to do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the way we groomed each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the way the guy before us groomed, groomed me. And then I groomed them the same way, and they groomed the people, Rico and people like that. So it's not an arrogance, man. It's just a confidence because you, and I tell people all the time, I'm not arrogant. I'm just confident in my abilities. I know what I can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know something is in front of me, I don't care how I'm going to get over that hurdle. If I got to go around the side, under it, or over the top of it, I'm going to get over this hurdle, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not a, a, a no. arrogance, bro. That's a confidence. But it also comes also now when, when say, you're struggling doing it. 
you gotta have that confidence to go ask for help too. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You can't you can't shy away from asking. We've been a couple of times that we asked for help. You know what I'm saying? It may not be plump, uh, out in public, but behind closed doors. But you mean everybody need help. Yeah. You can't be you can't be too ashamed to ask for help. That's my biggest thing. That's big. That's big to the youth today. Yeah. That's big to the youth today. And me and him talk about that all the time. We talk all the that time. That word me help. Me and him talk about that. We talk all about the time. a lot of young boys in this city mm-hmm. that need uh-huh. help from. Him. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Time, you. Yeah. Like, why would you not ask somebody that has done it? That has been there. That has done it. How many years you play overseas? 13. 13. How many you play total? 13. 13. 13. Total. Between 13 and 15 years. It's been a long time. Between Washington and overseas. Yeah. 13 and 15. 13 and 15 years. Listen, man. How can you not... If you playing basketball in the city, yeah. in Montgomery, not come to y'all for some type of tutelage. Some type. That, like, but that goes with people not want to ask. You know what I'm saying? That also goes with the wrong people in the ear. True. That's the biggest yeah. thing. That's yeah. the biggest thing right there. They're listening to the wrong, wrong people. people. When you got people telling you who to, get, who to go talk to, who to ask, but you got this other person in your ear. Like the, you know, like the, like the old man in the devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good, the good thing. <laughs> you, know, you, you listen yeah. to him, but this one here sound more enticing, so they go with the more enticing joint, and it be the wrong thing in the long run sometimes. Man, I'm gonna share the story with you right quick. I be, I talk to Trace at Madhouse yeah. all the time. Me and him were just talking about that the other day. If you're a parent in Montgomery, man, how can you not send your child over there? If you really Wanting your child to go to school for free. Yeah. How can you not send your child to Madhouse? How can you not, excuse me, send your child to Madhouse? That's the blueprint. Yeah. yeah. They just had somebody go number 12 yeah. on the road. Yeah. They're doing something right. Daniel. Right. You got to buy in. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Marlon Davidson, the Mac. Res- the resume speaks for itself. The resume speaks for itself. How can I not, bro? Yeah. I'm gonna swallow that pride. Yeah. But sometimes it ain't about it ain't about pride too, man. You gotta look at it too, man. Some people just ain't built for that because they know they're gonna have to go there and work to get it. But no, so I'm, I'm talking about the parent. Them. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the child. I'm talking about the parent at this the point. Parent, you gotta look at it too, man. I some parents been babying their kids the whole time. You you this good. You ain't gotta do that. You you can go somewhere else and and, and be just as productive. Yeah. Sometimes it takes. Taking a back seat to somebody to see what it takes to, like you said, to get over that hurdle, exactly. to get around that hurdle. Sometimes you gotta do that. So but once you get to that, excuse me, excuse me, but once you get to that point, like y'all said, you get to a point when you gonna see. Okay, once you start hitting that wall, when you gonna go ask for help? It just it, just, it depends on that person, man. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It ain't gonna set time. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So if if I see my child is not getting the progress. That he's that I think he should get. When I'ma swallow my pride to be like, can y'all help my child? Yeah. Yeah. If you really, really, truly want your child out of Montgomery, you're not being able. To, you knowing you don't have six to eighty thousand dollars to pay for school. Yeah. You're looking at it as a as a parent's point of view. You gotta get on a child point of view too. That child gotta accept the fact too. Like I ain't as good as I think I am. I need I need to 
sit down and talk my talk my parents about this. If it's a way for me to go here or to find a better route to get to where I need to be. If I was on the if I was on the child also true. But I'm gonna tell you something too though. And I don't mean to cut y'all off, but every parent feel like they have their child's best interest. Yeah. yeah they do. Every parent does. But in all actually they don't sometimes. Because <laughs> in the aspect of what Carlos saying, yeah. if my child, if you want your child to play this sport, basketball, and you got two, you two guys in the city, and I know that you, each child in the city got somebody that they represent, that's representing them, why not seek advice? from the guys at the level that you're trying to go to the guys that don't retire the guys that don't seen it all the transition of the NBA the transition of the overseas they're seeing it all why would you all don't want to talk but to you guys it, it goes back to the pride it, the pride but also goes back to seeing folks believing that we're unapproachable yeah that's yeah. they feel we're unapproachable see but these young boys these they don't care yeah, about that Time is ready for you to do 
things, ask questions, you know, ask for help, stuff like that. So like I'm reading said, a book about that, man. Yeah. Me and you talk about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading a book about that because that's what we taught. Mm-hmm. Culture. Culturally. Yeah. Men are not supposed to cry. Exactly. Men are not supposed to break down. When you're an athlete, a lot of times you think you got to feel all figured out sometimes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that's what it was. Yeah. I was like that, though. I'm going to tell you who broke me from that. I, but I was broken early. 11th grade. 10th grade going to 11th grade. Yeah. Coach Murphy. He broke me from that early. Fabulous you know, coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he broke me from that early, bro. Yeah. Like, kid you not, man. I told him the other day. I said, man, you like my father's day. I texted him, happy father's day. Same to you, little bro. I told him. I'm not saying because it's just no you got kids. Yeah. I'm saying to you were, father you were my father. father yeah. You know what I mean? Like, man, from 11th grade, 12th grade, that man used to come and get me every day in the summertime. Yeah. Every day, man. And I used to hate him. And my mama, you, you going to get out of here. That's it. Come on, Cree, if you don't want to do what you tell him to do, you can whoop him. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I'm tough at that time. Yeah. We gonna we gonna fight. <laughs> don't I tell you, he's gonna whoop me now. We take on now, we're gonna fight now. That was your thing. And he he'll tell me. <laughs> he'll tell me. <laughs> well, you gonna get whooped today, you're gonna get whooped tomorrow. You whoop me today, hit me in my eye. Tomorrow at 345, we're gonna fight again. We're gonna fight until I win. That's it, that's where my mentality come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, that's what it was, bro. You, man, I get chills talking about him. I get chills just talking about him. That's a, that's a, that's a great thing because he was, like I said, like I said, he was your father, but she, like I said, he was strict with you, but he was loving and nurturing when need be. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He told you straight up, look at you playing like shit. But he also gave you grace <laughs> when you played great. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need people like that in your life. And that's just not with sports or basketball football. That's in life, man. I can see a motherfucker walking down the damn street, man. I see a little kid walking down the street with basketball. Like he just said he got chills. I get chills. I enjoy seeing the kid because they don't do that no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I see a little kid walking down the street, man, I may pull over look at man. You in school? Are you doing what you need to be doing, man? Are you working on your game? Just ask a little question. And prime man, I had a little kid, man. I I just knew he knew who I was. Once I, I was talking to him, he was like, You look for me. I said, What's your name? I said, My name is Daniel, man. He like, You one of the Taylor twins, eh? He said, Man, I seen your picture in the nil. I ain't never seen the kid damn my damn life, but I seen him walking down the street with a basketball and hand driven. Yeah. Working on the basketball game, man. He'll never forget that. Exactly. Exactly. He'll never forget that. I'll never forget. Yeah. But I, I got chills just saying him walking down the street doing So it just matter when he said, man, you look familiar. He knew who I was. I had to tell him who I was. Yeah. So what, what would you say your biggest failure was down there? Man, I'm, I'm with Ronnie, man. Just not knowing, what, not asking questions, but also, man, it's just a, a lot of, a lot of, I would say probably little stuff that I probably try to change wrong. Like I said, my ego was my biggest problem, my biggest failure, I would say, because I knew I could play ball. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to take a backseat, nobody. Instead of, sometimes you got you got to take a backseat and wait till a turn. A lot of people don't wait their turn. Yeah. Sometimes you got you to gotta wait till a turn. 
to make it to that to, to that next hurdle. And that part of my thing, I was always in a rush to be the best at it right then. Yeah. Instead of taking the seat back, visualizing every damn thing. And that's not a basketball, but that's in life also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so my biggest favorite part is just me wanting my ego wanna be ahead of everybody or ahead of the situation instead of just sitting back and weighing it out. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. Well, I know this is like a uh, this is not a question, this is an extended question. But uh a lot of the viewers don't well a lot of viewers know if they read about you but give give some of these young guys that's watching or listening uh tell them a story about how it was before you to play in the nba practices and what what it was like man to actually make it there i know you was undrafted so man look at all <laughs> I just told the other night, man, you know, you, you and me, man, we, they had a thing called Portsmouth was big out of college. Um, I didn't get no invite to Portsmouth, but I did get an invitation to go to Chicago and work out for NBA team. But everybody else was doing the pre-job workout. I had to do an individual workout, so I did that. For me, man, everything I did was the hard way. When I say hard, I mean hard. There was 30 NBA teams back then. I worked out for each and every last team. Within a two-month span coming up to the draft, I worked out for every single team. I was in the I was in the skies every damn day. I may come back to Atlanta because we used to work out in Atlanta. I may come back to Atlanta for half a day or, or a day. I'm right back. Going to East Coast or West Coast, East Coast, West Coast. So working out, you know what I'm saying? Of course, drills, shooting, dribbling, passing, you know what I'm saying, explosion. So I, I get a, I didn't, I got, my agent got a call from Washington saying they're going to take me with a 47 pick. It didn't happen because they Andre, uh, drafted a guy named Andre Black, but he was, at the time, it was big yeah, guy, yeah, big, big, big man. Big man. Yeah. He was a big man, 6'9", 6'10", dribble, shoot, out of high school. Yeah. You know, so back then, that's what they're going for. But I did get the call to want you to come to summer camp. So I went to summer camp, man. I'm, I'm telling you right there, man. Just, I, I feel like I ain't playing good, man. I, I'm finna get cut. I, <laughs> the day before they got ready to go to summer league in Vegas, down there you going to Vegas with us. I called right man. I ain't, I ain't getting cut. I'm going to Vegas. I said, okay, cool, man. That's, that's great. He, he, man, you all right. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So I get there. For sure, I know I'm, I'm going to ride the bitch. Mm -hmm. I get there. Hey, you're starting tomorrow. Huh? Start, right? Hey man, I'm starting tomorrow, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hey, don't have to do what you got to do. So a lot of you not, man. I led the summer league. Our summer league team in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. And that's with I, the 47 pick. That's with the, with the him on the team. But like I said, it just can't. I took advantage of my opportunity. Yeah. It go from me not having that much confidence in my. Well, I had confidence in myself, but me knowing that I can do better, and me feeling like I wasn't playing my best. That when it when it came time for me to to show and tell, I went out there and I showed show and tell what I can do. Mm -hmm. Man, it was it was probably had like three more games before the the, the summer league was over. With. They were like, "Look, we're gonna tell you something. Don't tell nobody. We're gonna sign you for a one year guarantee, second year none guarantee." I called Ronnie. I, I was crying. I called Ronnie and my mama and my dad, and I was crying. You had reached your dreams. I'm here. Yeah. 
Yeah. You had reached your dreams. I said, I'm here. We made We made I ain't say I made We made Yeah. Hey, y'all don't talk to each other in the womb. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> y'all there, baby. We, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> it just calls the show, man. Y'all don't talk to each other, You can't man. never get too high. You can't never get too low, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may doubt yourself that you're not doing the best to your bit that you know you can do. But it's somebody else that, that sees it in you. Yeah. Believe in you. You know what I'm saying? So they believe in you. Shit, go out there and do what you got to do. Yeah. You do the to easy part. To make it happen. Let me, ask, let, me, let me ask both of y'all a question. Who's the toughest player you had to guard? And who's the best player you ever played with? Man, who? Hey, look. So glad to question. That's tough. I mean, hey, 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 hey. He been over the sea 13 years. He got But no, no, you know what? He said it was tough because he's a defender. Yeah. So that's why he's like, yeah, so he won't give nobody no, nothing at all. That's his mentality, though. That's who he is. I'll tell you this, okay? For me, man, the toughest person to guard, definitely playing. I ain't going to say anything, because I didn't play much in the but I will say I, I did have to guard Kobe in the NBA. Quick story. Quick story. Quick, quick to, story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You had to guard who? I had to guard Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bush, but this, that, that, that's a story of another. I'm going to tell you a prime story. We're playing Philadelphia 76ers. Allen Iverson. I remember that game. Allen Iverson. We playing in Philly. Y'all remember that game where he shook uh-huh. Antonio Davis? Yes. In the fourth quarter, he got like 40-some points. Daniel, sub in. I ain't played the whole game. Sub in. Check Allen Iverson. Don't let him score. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Say what? He already cooking. He already cooking. <laughs> you want to, You got to be the baby soda. They're coming. They're paying already hot. This man, this man, this man got 42 points, Don't let him score. But that was my job. I got in. I did what I had to do. I made it tough for him as, as possible as I thought I could. He didn't score. Shit, I'm happy in the motherfucker. But shoot, this man just made this man shook him twice, made him fall twice, twice yeah. in one play. Doc, it's a piss on him. I don't know if they, they can find me. I'm knocking me trying to go ahead and I'm saying, man. My oh, knees are knocking. Everybody's finna Google this. Doc, man. Shake it like that. My knees are knocking. I got knock me trying to guard this man. Doc, but you talking about nervous? He got 42 points. Get in the game. Don't let this man score. Who, wow. man? So, Adam Irons is probably, you, you say. That's a problem, boy. That's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. So, who is the best player you ever played with? The best man. I played with. Yeah. Anyway, I, I would say Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. Man, and, and I, I could be biased, but yeah, hands down, doctor. The, the work that this man put in, doc. Like I I know I work, but this man work. Like we would have practice like nine, ten o'clock in the morning. This man would go to the gym three o'clock in the morning. Stay at the gym at, at, at six. Wake up, go to practice. We we'll leave. We we'll leave practice. He'll come back to the gym about three o'clock in the evening and work out again. Had drive. I, mean, I tell people to this day, man, one with one good knee, he's better than a lot of point guards in the league right now. Yeah. What about it's you, running? Best player I checked, I said it was uh, Darren Williams. I played against Darren Williams. He came overseas. Light skin Darren Williams? That was a lockout, yeah, right? A lockout, yeah. Okay. 
played for a team called Beshitash out of Turkey. So, bro, he was averaging like 40 or something easy. like that. Easy. Putting up 50. You know how hard it is to put up 50 overseas? Do you know how hard it is to average 20 overseas? Jeez. You got a lot of guys in the NBA that can't make it overseas. It's, it's just a different kind of animal over there. Yeah. A lot of. A lot of European guys tell you he just going to the NBA. He'll tell you he's, he's just going to the NBA than he is OC. That's just fact. OC, they get that hand checking, that bumping they, and they hitting. All that. They get all that. They got the old school game still, still, still in fact. Then it's also because you're an American. Exactly. So they expect you to be 10 times better than the rest. So you got to be able to handle your own. Yeah, gotcha. It. But is that kind of with them having that perspective because of what they see on TV? What LeBron's it, and the Kobe's, they scoring 50 and 60 it, over it, here. It, it is, but it's also. Televised. It is, but it's also, I hate to say it, like, this day and age is like a slave mentality. You know, African-American men can take pain. They can take bumps and bruises and get back up and go. Which we can, but at the end of the day, we still want to be equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's just a fact. I don't, you know. I gonna hold my tongue on the podcast and being recorded. It's just a fact. That's how well, it is. I want you to. I want you to. That's how it is. I want you to. Exactly. And I'm here to tell you, I'm sure if y'all interview some old guys or you look up videos, they'll say the same thing. They think we get, I, I literally had a roll ankle. I'm playing the next day. At a European roll, it's like he out for a month. Hey, but if I say I'm gonna sit out a month, they looking at me crazy. I'm gonna sit out. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit out because my competitive not gonna allow me to sit out. I done played with broken ribs, broken finger, broken foot, all. Concussion, don't know I got a concussion, I done done it all. Can't breathe, flu, man had pneumonia playing. But I'm glad you're saying it, man, because I, we all the coaches now. And we try to pour this into the kids and to the parents because you actually know that I had to do those things and to feed my family exactly. and to continue to play professional. Exactly. So you had to do certain things. I mean to make life what it is for yourself. Yeah. But I, go ahead, go for ahead. the kids now it's like all of that is not shown anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything only thing is shown now is the positive side of basketball. Right. Or for any sport. Yeah. Yeah. For any yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For any sport in general. Everything is positive. Until yeah. you close them doors at the NBA practices and them guys talking so nasty you can't handle it. Or you got guys, like you say, with broke foot, broke ankles, still out there practicing because they have to. But shoot, they're not even, man, look at overseas practices, dog. Like, like look at me. I'm telling y'all, probably them, dog. It's colder in the building practicing and playing games than it is outside. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't sound right, dude. Yeah. It's colder in the building that you're playing in than it is outside. And you got to play in games and practice in this. Your mindset got to be 10 times as strong as the next man, the average man overseas, to play sports. Because some of those buildings are just old as dirt. You go in the bathroom, man, you might well piss outside. And it's top level. Y'all play top level. Top level. Yeah, top level. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I told this man before he came over there. Change your mindset before you get over there. Yeah. Make sure you change your mindset. Yeah. I was over there with two, two, two three years. Before you, before you just change your whole mindset. I've been in a country where only the home team fans can go to games. 
we the, my team, the road team, we can't have our fans in their jail. I've been spit on Referee, I'm talking about the fan, they, they fans leaning over the rail, spin on you. <laughs> I hark and spit back, I get spinning for a game. Referee look at me like, I done had bricks thrown at me, fireworks thrown on the basketball court at me. I done had a coach stop the game because we winning. When the buzz of sound, run straight to the locker room. Man, it's like you playing Belling Graph against Houston Hill, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I done had I done had locker rooms, locker rooms torn in from the outside, from the outside in trying to get in. Throwing fire in there. Throwing fire? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me ask y'all something. I'm playing I'm playing in the game though. Could y'all carry y'all is ain't these ain't in the locker room? No. Shit, <laughs> I couldn't have been no. over that long day, baby. No, I say overseas, overseas is not for everybody. Yeah, it takes a strong person. I'm playing in the game about that. The fans are picking up chairs, throwing at each other. They got arch rivals oh, in the stands. In the stands. Wow. No, overseas, no. I, overseas fans, they are very loyal. Loyal as hell. They really get into their sports. Folks say, now you you seen videos of soccer games? Yeah. yeah. Like it gets just like that in a basketball games too in some countries. Wow. No, they really, they be, really be in tune. Throwing fire in y'all locker room, yeah. bro. Yeah. Bro, but, being but, spit on, bro, that's... That's so demeaning, dog. You have to well put a towel on your head and walk to the locker room. But just as bad as it sounds, it's just as great over there too now. Yeah, it's just don't gotta take the good with the bad. It's just great because like I say, the fans are loyal. Mm -hmm. So shoot, and you got fans come to your practices. Fan, hey, you need something to eat? We take you out to eat. You come to our house and eat. You know what I'm saying? They do sponsorship like they do over here too, man. Dog, it's. Just bad, it's just good too. It's just if you're in that right situation. Yeah. You just gotta take the good with the bad also. It's pretty much like everything else. You know what I mean? But that's strong though, bro, for y'all to have to. It's a lot of stuff, man. We can tell y'all, I man, y'all. How the hell y'all do it? Yeah, so I don't long. know how y'all. Yeah. You? Somebody, somebody spitting on you? Yeah, so long. I call out of call out of I done got a Lord know how many fights overseas. Plenty. Plenty. Man. That's yeah. strong, bro. Plenty. Yeah. So yo, this, this is in in the middle of a game, they spitting on you, cuz. Mm-hmm. Man, that's strong, cuz I couldn't. Like I said, you you know how focused you got to be to yeah, man. keep playing through that? Man, that's strong right there, right now. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That that takes a lot of resolve. Man, listen. Focus, man. Man, listen. Now, uh, I mean, right now, I don't think I can do that. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest with you, because... My mentality is like respect is due to a dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, you, you want to spit on a dog, bro, but you'll spit on a human exactly. and think it's okay. okay. And man, we're gonna have the brawl in the palace, man. I'm gonna be Stephen Jackson right, right along in this gap. And, that, yeah. and that's why that's why I told like I took it a couple times, took a couple times, took a couple times. I got to a point where I said I got fed up. I, I spit back in the crowd at the nigga. They want to come on the rail. I'm going up the rail. It's just, I never, I was in cyber playing. I never forget it. I'm, t- I'm saying, telling you. Yeah. I get suspended four games for spending the crowd. Uh, why am I getting suspended? Hey, them niggas spit on me. Y'all ain't throw them out the game. Wow. But you gonna, you gonna suspend me four games? Yeah. So who's the best player you ever played with? Him. You gonna put a hand up like he did ice cream. Hey, man, I know the answer, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> you, can, you, can, I, you know, you know, but Shit. you know why you gonna say that, man? I'm gonna say that, yeah. You gonna tell you why? And, 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 and because I know I said Gil, but 
if I hadn't really choose, it's him because I know I can depend on him. No matter what. If I need a bell out, he gonna be there for me. Yeah. Oh, no matter what. And that's just life. So <laughs> we just so I mean, best player play with, that best player who you play with can go with sports and in life. In life and in sports, this is my guy. No together. 